Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today, we're going to be looking at John chapter 4, beginning in verse 46. And I'll admit to you, this is um, a part of a collection of passages in the first half of John's gospel that are my absolute favorite, Uh, the seven signs of Christ, uh, some scholars have called these. So this is the second sign. I'm going to read, we're going to pray, and then we're going to jump in and see what this sign has to tell us about Jesus, but also what this sign has to tell us about us. That's the gift of, of signs. They point with clarity around Jesus, but they also point um, with some level of clarity around the human condition and, frankly, the human response uh, to the work of God. I'll read. Then he came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had changed the water into wine. Now there was a royal official whose son lay ill in Capernaum. And when he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and begged him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. And then Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my little boy dies. And Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. And the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and started on his way. As he was going down, his slaves met him and told him that his child was alive. So he asked them the hour when he began to recover. And they said to him, Yesterday at one in the afternoon, the fever left him. And the father realized that this was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he himself believed along with his whole household. Now this was the second sign that Jesus did after coming from Judea to Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray and let's see what we can see. Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you for this second sign of Jesus. God, the, there's something here for us. Um, you're trying to show us something about yourself and about us, and I pray that we would see uh, both, that we would think in both directions. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So a sign is a moment of realizing. It's a, a way of noting something that would inform our direction and change our state of believing. So let's, let's think together with that in mind. So the story begins with a man approaching Jesus. He asked Jesus to come and heal his son. And we're told that this man is a government official. Uh, No doubt he's an officer connected to Herod Antipas. Uh, There's no indication that this man approaches Jesus with an understanding of who Jesus really is, that he's deeply religious. Um, He just heard Jesus was capable of working miracles. And he approaches God in this moment, maybe unknowingly God, as a last-ditch effort, um, someone can someone save my son? So it's very important for us to recognize that this man is aware of his need, and he has a sense that Jesus may be able to do something about that need. So he's willing to acknowledge neediness. And it's become clear to me that we won't grow spiritually unless we and until we acknowledge our neediness. Um, Author and pastor John Ortberg in his book, Soul Keeping, says it's the nature of the soul to need. And it's my conviction that until we come to the end of ourselves, we'll never realize and receive what God has to offer. Um, And if we're honest, 
probably like this fellow, we typically probably do everything within our power not to come to the end of ourselves. We try to insulate ourselves. We try to fix and solve and heal on our own. Uh, We look all kinds of directions before we maybe stop and look to God. This guy turning to Jesus was a last-ditch effort, and if we're honest for many of us, that's probably where we are. Maybe today you're sitting uh, with a need. Maybe there's a, a relational need or um, there's a, an addiction at play in your life or there's a physical issue or their fear over finances. We oftentimes try to solve those things in a million ways before we stop and get real and really ask God to come into the situation. Many of us are probably exhausted right now because we have tried to insulate ourselves from neediness. We've distracted ourselves. Um, we're worn out. And I think right now, Many of us are uh, probably receiving an invitation from God to simply acknowledge our neediness and come to the end of ourselves and not make excuses and not try to solve it on our own. And so Jesus says, when this guy comes, unless you see signs and wonders, you won't believe. And there's a hint of anger here in Jesus. I think people are coming to him for all the wrong reasons, and he's frustrated about it. People like the powerful things he's capable of doing. And I want us to make sure we don't understand, misunderstand the nature of this second sign, this miracle. Um, Jesus has been doing miracles, um, but what Jesus is doing now is not just another miracle. He's trying to show us something about himself, and he's trying to show us how humans are supposed to respond in their need when they come to him. See, rather than just admiring the power, Jesus is actually testing to see whether this guy is just out for a miracle, if he's just looking for the next trick up Jesus' sleeve. But the official doesn't walk away. He doesn't become defensive. He persists. He really wants his son to be healed. He's unwilling to allow Jesus to push him off. And there are times in life where God will bump us to test our motives, where he'll push back on us a little bit. And unfortunately, sadly, many of us walk away when that happens, but this guy doesn't. He demonstrates he's not after a show. He wants his son to live and not die. He doesn't even have an informed faith. He simply wants his son to be healed. He needs what Jesus has to offer. So what does Jesus do? He tells him to go home. He says, if you go home now, your son will live. So what is Jesus doing when he tells the guy to go home? He doesn't say, go get your son. He doesn't say... Um, go get your son, bring him back. We'll have a prayer meeting. He just simply says, go home. He is looking for a response of faith and belief before the man has evidence that something good has occurred in his life. He's inviting him to move, to proceed as if God were good and real and aware of his need. And I think he does the same thing for you and me much of the time. He invites us to step out He invites us into places of belief even before we have evidence in hand. So what does the man do? Does he say, no, come home with me? He begins a long journey home. He actually leaves at the word of Jesus even though there's no tangible evidence of a miracle. He believes Jesus without demanding a sign as proof for reason of believing. He doesn't say, I need evidence. He just says, okay, I'll go home. And maybe he didn't have any other option. I I actually... Uh, don't know what was motivating this step of faith. All I know is he turns around and goes home. He believes. Uh, 
And the next day he's met by his slaves who tell him that his child has recovered. And he found out the healing had taken place at the exact time Jesus spoke the words, your son will live. So the word of Jesus had actually in this moment become flesh. Um, the word had traveled across space and did what Jesus said it would do. So what does this healing mean for you and for me? For starters, the man, when he was met by his slaves, had to acknowledge that Jesus' power extended beyond human contact. He'd wanted Jesus to come with him in the hopes that Jesus would touch his sick son, but Jesus actually healed. And I think that's actually really important for you and me. This is the way healing works today. Um, the word of Jesus goes to someone when we lay hands or when we pray and can make people well. I've seen it too many times to not believe it. I've seen God heal people physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Um, I've seen God do things that cannot be explained other than Jesus healed. And right here we see an equivalent miracle. Jesus doesn't actually physically touch this kid, but his word heals. And that's what he does today. The man believed Jesus. Um, he actually really believes Jesus. He and his household were told, come to know the Lord. Eugene Peterson He's gone to be with the Lord, one of my favorite pastors, writers. He says, when we believe, we are at our most intimate and personal with God and with one another. Well, this man believes. He becomes intimate and personal with God and his family, with his people. As he turns around to walk away, he changes. He believes, and he's changed. And so I think the Lord is trying to get your attention and mine uh, in a manner that's probably not dissimilar to the way that he got this official's attention. And I think the official walked away with three things. Uh, the sign had done three things in him. He knew Jesus was not just up for doing miracles for the sake of miracles, that he wanted trust. Um, this man also believed that Jesus wanted him to learn how to walk before he had all the answers in hand. I think the same is true for you and me. And I think he wanted... Um, Jesus wanted this man to recognize that his words carried power. Also, I think that's what he wants for us. And so I pray for my friends today, Lord, and I ask God that you would give them grace, um, that you would give all of us grace to trust you, uh, to look to you and believe in you, even before we have answers in hand, God. And so as we stand here at the uh, beginning of a new year, 2021, hoping for better things than 2020 gave us, I pray that you would, in your mercy, give us a sense of you being with us and that you would give us a sense of standing up and walking with you before we have it all figured out in jesus name amen amen god bless you thanks for being with us today i would encourage you to go give us a rating or a review wherever you access podcast content it'll help us spread the word about the things that are happening here with renewing the center god bless if you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast an idea, an image, or an impression. Carry it with you into your day as a prayer, coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever He places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center. Mm -hmm.